all right guys good morning it is uh tuesday night for us wednesday morning for you guys you know what that means do you new justice it means bible study <clears throat> tonight wednesday night every wednesday at seven o'clock we have bible study i haven't been there in two weeks so i'm really excited because not only did we finish the life of david but i haven't been there in two weeks so we're going to start a whole brand new study uh, so you want to make sure that you jump in uh, right at the beginning, guys. Uh, as you guys know, over the last years, we usually we choose a subject or a Bible book, and um, we just read through the whole thing, taking <clears throat> however weeks or months that it takes. So um, not quite sure exactly what I'm going to be teaching on tonight, uh, but trust me, I will know by 7 o'clock. Uh, so yeah, that's every 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 Wednesday at seven o'clock California time. Had a great time today. We took our granddaughters and um, uh, to the San Francisco Zoo. It was a lot of fun. Uh, Teresa came with her kids also, and we were able to bring Joseph's daughter also. Uh, that way the girls can hang around and um, little Armando. And it was a, it was a lot of fun. Uh, watching the kids running around, seeing all the different different animals. And uh, uh, another thing was that it was 97 degrees here in Stockton. But San Francisco was usually about 30 degrees less. It was actually 34 degrees less. It was um, 97 here and it was 63 in San Francisco. Not only in San Francisco, but the zoo is literally right off of the coast, right? A block away from the ocean. So you get that uh, ocean breeze coming in. But it was a lot of fun. You know, just seeing the kids happy. and uh, Well, they got tired after that. After the zoo, we went to uh, Ghirardelli's Chocolate. The original chocolate factory that was there uh, back in the 1800s. So we were able to uh, enjoy a little dessert. Oh. There I go yawning again, sorry. So anyways, guys, um, things have been good. I really appreciate all of you guys. Um, ever since we hit the 10,000 uh, subscriber mark, uh, YouTube allows us to add a store, a store shelf, exactly what it's called, to our YouTube channel. So in the next few days, uh, when you go to our channel, you'll see on the bottom of the video different things. And I believe there's like... Um, uh, they're going to have t-shirts and mugs and sweatshirts. I'm not sure exactly exactly what, but I'm going to go ahead and set up the store. Um, it's just a matter, once we hit the 10,000 mark, they added it, but now it's just a matter of going in there and uh, uploading the logos that we want to put or whatever merchandise we want to have. And, um, and it gets made and shipped to you through a third party with YouTube but uh, I'm pretty excited about that, guys. So um, anyways, um, I wanted to get into some scripture. And uh, I think it's a good scripture. I think it's an important scripture. You know, and um, we are here. Let's see. Where is it at? Uh, I just had it right here. Oh, there it is. I'm in Titus. The book of Titus, chapter 3. And it's verse, um, where do I want to start? Let's start at verse 9. Yeah, we'll start at verse 9, guys. I'm just going to go ahead and read read it. So, 
Titus chapter 3 verse 9 says, Avoid foolish disputes, genealogies, contentions, and strivings about the law, for they are unprofitable and useless. Reject a divisive man after the first and second admonition, knowing that such a person is warped and sinning, being self-condemned. Oh man, three short verses, but they are straight up gut punches, you know, and um, I think this is really important. And, you know, number one is that I think it, it lets us know, because a lot of people talk, and I, I've done this to myself, is like, oh man, the church of today, or the American church, or the the Western church, and 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 we throw critiques at it. And like I said, man, I, I do that too. But in all honesty, when you read the Bible, especially the letters um, after the Gospels, you realize that there was issues even back then. This not this is not just an American church thing. It's not just a Westernized church thing. This is something that has always been a thorn in the flesh of the church, you know, and... Um, Let's start from the beginning. Look what it says. This is avoid foolish disputes. You know, and I remember reading that very early on. And in prison, you got to understand, man, in prison, um, everybody wants to argue about everything because everybody's right and nobody's wrong. And, uh, and you can't get away from it in there. So it'll just, a debate would never end. You know, so I learned early on that I can't stand debates. This is why I won't debate now. This is why I won't get in arguments on my Facebook. I won't get in arguments on comments or on live chats or, you know, I, I, I avoid it because it leads to nothing. It leads to nothing. You know, I don't do what I do to be right. I do what I do because it's a calling from the Lord. You know, so it is not my place to to be right. It is my place to preach truth. You know, and I like what it says, avoid foolish disputes. You know, and, and for some reason, sometimes once in a while, I'll run into people I don't quite know what drives them because they just want to be right about everything or they always want to know a little bit more than you do. If I preach something, they know a little bit more than what I preached. If I teach something, they know a little bit more of what I taught. If they see me pray for the sick, they know a little bit more about praying for the sick. If they see a demon cast out, they know a little bit more about, and I'm like, what, what, what is that? Um, ultimately, to be honest with you, in my personal opinion, is it shows a lack of their own self-esteem. So they have to feel like they have to be right about everything. Um, That's my guess because I don't have to be right about everything because I know early on that God is impossible to completely understand. So I got that out of the way a long time ago. Um, I will never know everything, you know. Um, all I know is what it is 
that the Lord has has been gracious enough to show me. You know, but anyways, it says, avoid foolish disputes, genealogies, because a lot of the people, especially the back then, the, the Hebrew people, the, the Israelites, they would argue about, well, I come from this bloodline or that bloodline, and because they, they were very meticulous about following the bloodlines and whatnot. And uh, that was a, a really big, big deal for them, you know? So that's another thing that they would argue about was genealogies, contentions, and strivings about the law. Um, the laws is basically the five books of Moses. There's a lot of laws in it. And um, just like now, just like the way you see Congress, you know, whether you're on the left or the right or Republican or Democratic or Independent or whatever it is, um, they're all arguing about the same exact laws, but they're coming at it from different perspectives. You can have a law is a law is a law, but both sides will have a complete different perspective of that law. So they will sit there and argue about that law. And this is what he's saying. Titus, uh, what Paul is saying to Titus, he says, um, avoid foolish disputes about genealogies, about contentions and strivings about the law. Like, Quit arguing about the law, you know? And he says this, he says, um, for they are unprofitable and useless, you know? And he's like, so, so quit arguing about these things and just get busy. Even Jesus says, he who puts his hand to the plow and looks back is not fit for the kingdom. Stay in your lane, you know? And it's like a lot of times... Um, there's, there's evangelists that will go against pastors because they say, you got to be out here in the streets. and you gotta, Well, no, you're supposed to be in the streets. Stay in your lane that God gave you a calling for. Let the next man do what he's supposed to do. You know, if, what if God calls somebody to write books and that's it? But maybe he's not good at public speaking. Maybe he won't go in a street corner. But my God, what if thousands of people get reached because of the book that the Lord anointed him to write? And we're going to be like, oh, you're not a real Christian because you don't got a bullhorn? Or you're not a real Christian because you don't preach in front of a pulpit? You, you know, and, and it's like, it's, it's silly. You know, we have to quit arguing and start doing. Start reaching people. You know, because when you win an argument, what are you really winning? You know, and even scripture says it here. It says, um, they are unprofitable. And useless, you know, and it's like, it's just, it's just crazy. And, and I see so many people fall down the rabbit hole of wanting to be right about water baptism, tongues, healings, demons, scripture, Old Testament, New Testament, Greek, Hebrew, prophecy, uh, rapture, non-rapture. I mean, it... <laughs> It, it it doesn't end. And it's just weird. You know, back when I was in the music industry, when I was a recording artist, I was a rapper. And it was weird because I knew so many really good rappers that instead of trying to sell records, they tried to impress each other. They wanted to outdo each other. They wanted to win rap battles. They wanted to see who can, who can come with more wordplay and flip their words and... and 
and and and I'm like, dude, you guys can have that. I'm trying to sell some records. You know, and um, maybe I couldn't rap in those circles. It didn't matter though, because I had checks, and I was going to the bank and making a living, and I was selling records up and down different, all the way the whole Southwest, all the way to Miami. You know, and it's like because instead of arguing about it, I was just doing it. You know, and um, so. Avoid foolish disputes, genealogies, contentions, and strivings about the law, for they are unprofitable and useless. And then this next verse, reject a divisive man. What does that mean? Somebody that divides. When somebody brings division, reject that person. Reject a divisive man after the first and second admonition. There's no reason to be around anybody that's causing division. It's a waste of time. You know, um, division does not come from God. Division comes from the enemy. So you just got to reject it. And a lot of people don't understand. I don't know what it is about Modesto, man, but everybody wants to be friendly with everybody. And somebody does something very divisive, and for some reason, two, three months later, they're best friends all over again. I don't understand it. Maybe they have a, a, forgive, a forgiveness that I don't have, but I don't even think that's it. It's not that I don't forgive them. I just know what the scripture says. It says to avoid a divisive man. It doesn't say anywhere in the scripture to avoid a divisive man for three months. It doesn't say six months. It says reject a divisive man. You know what reject means? It's to completely reject the divisive man after the first and second admonition. So I like the fact that it says that because we all make mistakes. Um... Sometimes we do things, say things, especially in ministry. I'm not the same pastor I was 12 years ago when I started. You know, so I learned. But here's what I like the fact that it says after the first time you correct them, after even the second time, just straight reject them. You know, and and that's what I do because this ain't about what David wants. This is about what the word says. And why did why? He gives a reason why. It says knowing that such a person is warped and sinning, being self-condemned. So regardless of how I want to feel, I got to pay attention to what this is. Or else, what, I mean, am I, am I the editor of, of every Bible? I got to do what the Word says, not what I feel like doing. You know, so I just wanted to share this, this passage with you, man, because I think this is really important. You know, is don't argue with people. Um, it's 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 useless. It's unprofitable. Um, if somebody is divisive and constantly causing division, constantly back talking, constantly talking behind other people's back, trying to destroy other ministries, you know, I don't even I don't even like to be around somebody that's trying to divide another ministry that I don't even know. You know, because why? Because the Bible says to reject the divisive man. You know, because that person is warped. You know, so, I mean, I take this as a, as wisdom. I take this as warning, you know, and uh, I think it's really important for us to know that, guys. But anyways, um, Bible study tonight at 7 o'clock. Remember, every every Wednesday night at 7, and uh, we're going to start a whole brand new study. We finished the life of David already, and um, I'm really excited. Uh, I'm always excited to start a new study. Uh, we'll find out, find out what it is, you know. I still got tomorrow to think about what it is that I want to do and uh and I'll see you then
So, all right, guys. God bless.